welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Maya Fletcher, and in today's episode, we'll be discussing about how anime is influential in American culture, as well as some of my friends and I's favorite animes. Hope you enjoy. In America, most people associate anime with a type of Japanese cartoon. However, the term anime is used as an umbrella term for all animation production in Japan. Characteristics like artwork, dialogue, and storytelling are what makes this a compelling genre to American audiences. Typically, anime is targeted towards adult and children audiences, however, although it is a style of cartoon, it is very popular amongst teens and adults in today's society. Japanese production industry, there are many different genres of anime that contribute to almost any aspect of interest. Some examples of some anime genres are comedy, romance, drama, action, horror, and so on. In this next clip, I'll be asking one of my friends what her thoughts are on the Japanese production industry and how far it's come, as well as uh, some questions about what animes that she's watched. Alright, hi Daniela. Um, thank you for willing to be interviewed today for my podcast. I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Um, do you watch anime? And if so, what is your favorite anime? Thank you, Tamaya, for having me. I do watch a lot of anime, and I would say my favorite anime would be Sailor Moon. Very interesting. That is also one of my favorites as well. Jumping forward to the 80s, this era was considered a golden age for anime in American culture due to pop culture being further exposed to popular animes like Dragon Ball Volt and Voltron. These shows were very popular in, with the Gen X generation, which also created a domino effect for anime in the 90s when it hit mainstream. this next clip, I will continue to interview Daniela on her thoughts of the golden age of anime, as well as some films and how she thinks that the LGBT community and people of color are represented in anime today. A disclaimer that this is raw audio, so it is not edited. So, Daniela, um, do you think the 80s was considered a golden age of anime since Voltron and Dragon Ball was popular and introduced at that time? I do think the 80s was a golden age for anime. I feel like the 80s was just when anime started going global, I guess you can say. Like, my parents grew up watching anime, and they're from, like, a third-world country, so it was always playing. So they developed, like, that liking of anime and I feel like that just shows how global anime was where it wasn't just towards Japanese like culture and Japanese like people in Japan it was more towards like people outside of Japan around the world and it was just starting to be broadcast throughout like the whole to every culture and yeah so I do feel like it's a golden age thank you very interesting um I also agree because my parents grew up watching anime as well, and they kind of, like, influenced my brother and I to watch it as well. 
All right. So next question: What are your thoughts on anime films such as the Studio Ghibli films, the Akira film, or the new Demon Slayer film that recently came out in April? Um, I feel like each film is just very representative of the anime culture, especially Studio Ghibli films. Like they're just a different aesthetic in a sense, or a different kind of style of anime and i feel like it just shows the artistic aspect of anime so i think like they're just a good addition to like the anime culture and then in terms of like the demon slayer movie demon slayer is like an extension of a show slash manga that's been going on so i also feel like it's a good way to like change things up and it's not entirely just the show or like the entire like actual like animation you know it's more of the story interesting thank you for your input all right, Daniela, so I have a couple remaining questions for you. Um, in what ways do you think people of color and the LGBTQ community are represented in anime today? So I feel like these communities are represented not in just a easy way, like not in like easy interpreted way. It's more of um, it's more of like an implied. Um, so I don't feel like they're super there in anime, at least from the past, compared to now. Yeah, I agree. I feel like um, the interpretation of... I feel like the LGBTQ community uh, has more interpretations in anime today um, than it did in the past. All right, Daniela, last question. Um, how far do you think... Uh, the Japanese production industry has come since uh, it first started? I think the Japanese animation industry has expanded so much since it started. It's become not just a Japanese cultural thing. It's become something that the whole world enjoys and that the whole world is a part of. So I feel like it's come a super long way and I feel like it's still expanding. Yes, I 100% agree with you. Um, it's very um, influential and impact and impacted today, especially in American pop culture, with like cosplaying and all of the um, anime con events that are happening all over the world today. And there's so much participation from everyone in the anime community. And yeah, thank you so much for participating in this podcast. By the way. No problem. Overall, anime has come a long way since it first started. It's still continuing to influence not only American culture, but people around the world as well. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening.